I'm Dan Klefstad. You're listening to Morning Edition. After an increase in February, the University of Illinois flash index for March dropped back to the January level of 103.1. The U of I's Fred Gertz says economists are still unsure whether a recession is on the horizon. Despite this, Gertz says the economy is doing much better now than he would have predicted three years ago at the beginning of the pandemic. The flash index is based on a reading of Illinois tax receipts. The city of Carbondale made history last week by electing the first transgender person to serve on a city council in Illinois. Cameron Cudinello has more. Claire Kilman says her win was both exciting and overwhelming. The Carbondale City Council will now be majority woman and will be led by Carolyn Harvey, the city's first black woman to be elected mayor. Kilman says she is looking forward to being part of a progressive council. The future is more diverse. Um, There's no way around it, demographically speaking, but I just think that that's what people want. People want a diverse array of perspectives. Kilman says she hopes her success inspires other people to get involved with their local governments. Her goals for Carbondale are for it to become a safe haven for refugees and to double down on the cultural values and acceptance which she says drew her to the city. I'm Cameron Cusinello. The EPA is tightening rules that limit emissions of mercury and other harmful pollutants from coal-fired power plants. Experts say the move will bring major health improvements to Illinois and the Midwest. The change would lower emissions of pollutants that can cause brain uh, that can harm brain development in children and contribute to heart disease and respiratory problems in adults. Andy Knott is with the Sierra Club's Beyond Coal campaign. He tells Illinois News Connection the rules could persuade power companies to shut down their coal plants sooner rather than later. We're seeing coal plants retire at record pace across the country, and this is mostly due to the economics of clean energy and the fact that we can now move in a cost-effective manner to clean energy like wind, solar, and battery storage. There are 13 coal-fired generators operating in Illinois. That makes up just over 20% of the state's power generation. All coal plants in the state must close by 2030. That's due to a clean energy law passed last year. Federal prosecutors are expected to wrap up their case this week against four former ComEd executives and lobbyists accused of bribing then-Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan. I'm Dan Klefstad. And I'm Leah Lerner. A recent state report finds the overall financial health of Illinois school districts has been improving in recent years, but a measure moving through the General Assembly seeks to rein in the amount of money some districts are saving. Capital News Illinois reports the bill would cap how much money school districts could hold in reserves. Districts that exceed it would be required to file a report with the state. Districts would not be required to spend excess reserves, but only to submit the plan detailing how they intend to do so over the next three years. The bill passed unanimously out of the Senate last week and now awaits action in the House. The EPA is proposing rule changes to the Clean Air Act. The changes will limit emissions of mercury and other toxic substances from coal-fired generating plants. Experts say the move will bring significant health improvements to Illinois and other Midwest states. Andy Knott is Central Regional Director for the Sierra Club's Beyond Coal campaign. He told Illinois News Connection that the state is currently under a fish consumption advisory for mercury. Children and women of childbearing age are asked to avoid certain species of fish that can carry high doses of the toxic metal. In February, the EPA found that regulating toxic emissions is necessary to protect public health. 
Knott says the current proposal would reverse a Trump administration plan to roll back emission standards. Coming up, federal prosecutors are expected to wrap up their case this week in the ComEd bribery case. We'll have a closer look at 732.